Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Now, you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. Hi, I use CBD oil. We use it actually in our family. I give it to my child because he has autism and it really, really helps. And so much so, my mother-in-law, seeing how well he was coping on CBD oil with COVID, it made her very anxious. So I bought her a bottle for her birthday and it was the best thing she said I've ever given her. And she feels so much better in herself. She can't believe it. So it's it's been a win-win situation in our family. And if you would like to get your hands on some CBD oil, our show sponsor is Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart. And here's the thing. They have offered us a very special offer to offer you, our Opinions Matter uh, listeners. And that is a very special 20% discount off all CBD products. So all you have to do is visit their website, which is greenheartcbd.ie. Um, have a look around the website. Uh, pick whatever it is you would like to uh, pick, whatever products you would like to buy. And they have a huge range of products. And then when you go to checkout, you use the promo code PODCAST2022 and you'll immediately get a 20% discount. So once again, you visit the website greenheartcbd.ie. You find whatever CBD products you're looking for. And as I said, they have a huge range of products available. And uh, when you get to check out, you use the promo code podcast2022 and you'll immediately get a 20% discount. And our thanks indeed to uh, Greenheart CBD for that very special offer. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's a shocking story that we uh, came across over the last uh, 24 hours. A group of young men have been terrorizing a small group of residents by burning out stolen cars close to where they live. The horrific events have been happening almost every night since Friday of last week. The gang of a hundred or so young men and teenagers steal cars and drive them recklessly up and down the Croftwood area of the city before uh, crashing them into bollards at the end of the road and then set them alight. It highlights Ballyfermot being uh, almost a war zone. And we want to find out how accurate uh, this is. I'm joined on the line uh, by uh, local councillor Dahi Doolan to tell us a little bit more about how bad things actually uh, are. Uh, Dahi, welcome to Opinions Matter. Well, good to be here. Glad to be part of this important discussion. So, Dahi, um, when I read some of the articles that have been written uh, uh, about this, it makes Ballyfermot, or at least parts of Ballyfermot, sound like a war zone. Well, I have to dispute that, to be honest. A war zone is two competing armies engaged in military activity. That's not, we're, that is not what's going to understand that. Ballyfermot, very Orchard area, is 99.999% of families who are working hard to improve their life, the quality of life for their neighbours and their children. What we have here is, is something quite different. It's a very small group of men, predominantly men, who are holding uh, part of the community to ransom with their, their nightly activities um, of violence. Because by getting a car, rallying it, burning it out, threatening people, that in my book is violence. It's criminal activity. And that's what's happening on a nightly basis, particularly since since Friday, um, when on a nightly basis, cars, you're right, have been rallied up and down Cherry Orchard Avenue, around the roundabout, and into a very small cul-de-sac with the end of some bollards 
that were put in there by the city council to stop cars driving through the estate. But now the young people arrive in, they rally the car for hours and then destroy it, bring it in, burn it in front of this poor woman's house or in front of these houses. And that's terrorizing the, the, the people there, the single parents and their children. And the children are terrified and they're witnessing this night in, night after night, night after night. And that is absolutely unacceptable. And what it needs to end, it needs to be stopped. And it needs to never happen again in those communities or any community. Okay, now, uh, uh, you know, I hear you saying it should never happen again. Uh, We actually posted this on uh, Facebook earlier on. And one person commented, I moved out of Ballyferma 30 years ago. I'm shocked to hear that it's still the same as when I left. Mm-hmm. It shows we got we, we we must have done something wrong. And I say we as in the collective. I have a responsibility as an elected representative to represent all the community, regardless who they are, where they're from, where they live, and how long they're living here. And I do that to the best of my ability. And that's why last night I went up myself to stand with the residents who've been on the phone every night since Friday night, begging and pleading me to do something during the guards, the city council, which I did that of course. And then I went up there last night to, to, to show solidarity and to break down some of that isolation and frustration that the, the, the residents have. And I was shocked. That's what I saw. Absolutely shocked and horrified at what I saw. That's not saying it didn't happen before, but when I witnessed it last night, it was absolutely unacceptable. And there was people there... And, and, and sorry, Dahi, you yourself um, were... I won't say set upon, but you were um, uh, attacked by these. Of course, I mean, yeah, I, I arrived there and uh, they saw me as some sort of outsider coming in to interfere to stop their, their, their kayaking, to stop, uh, to, to challenge them. And they, in a way, I was challenging their behaviour by my presence being there, but I'm certainly not going to allow any section of the area I represent to be a no go area for me. I will walk any street uh, proudly and engage. And wh- what the did they do? What I, happened? Well, what happened was towards the end of the evening when the car was on its last legs or its last wheels, they crashed it into the, the bollards yet again, which is a nightly activity. And they, they went to set on fire in front of this woman's house again. And she pleaded with them, a mother of four children, pleaded with them not to do it. So I went down to support her and stand shoulder to shoulder. And the lads uh, were gathered on the car and out of the blue guy just jumped from, out from the gang and gave me an almighty punch in the back of the head. Um, he didn't have the courage to look me in the eye. didn't have the courage to stand toe to toe with me. He was a coward. Um, he hit me and just ran off. Um, I was it hurt. Um, cowards are, are can be dangerous people too. Um, but I certainly was not moving. If those residents have to live there, I'm standing with them, and I stood mm-hmm. with them until until the, 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 it's finished up, and I left. And then the guard he responded um, uh, uh, in late into the evening. Sorry, Joy. What were the the, the youngest people who were out uh, getting involved in the antisocial? It, 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 I mean, to be honest, I mean the. the, the it, 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 it made up of the, 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 the core group in the car, getting the car, buying the car, rallying the car. And then the evenings are getting longer. It's not that cold. It's not lashing rain. So there's young people out and about anyway going about their nightly business, as young people do. And they see this would be a group of maybe up to 100 people looking at this going on. Um, and I'm not saying 99% of them aren't involved. In They're just no, looking but, on. I know, but what age were? What are they, What was the youngest age involved in the criminality uh, last night? Because I'm just wondering. It happened at around. Oh, no, they they need the, the, the fellas involved. The cars, I'd imagine, were were into their teens now. Okay. Um, these these are not these are not children. These are teenagers. Um, and then you have obviously young young kids out looking, observing, and that's also deeply concerning. Uh, they're not involved in criminality at all, but it's deeply concerning to see your community being turned into a playground 
for these fellas running their cars around, and it is it is hugely uh, upsetting for children to see that. Okay, now Even uh, if the children aren't upset there, and then they absorb what's going on. Absolutely, so that's, um, that's unfair. Di, I want to read a, another comment that came in on our Facebook a, a while ago, and uh, in fact, an awful lot of comments of this nature. Uh, pointing the finger at Angarda Shiakana for just not doing enough. What do you say to that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a week. I mean, I, I, I hear people's frustration. I hear it every day here. Uh, and, and that isn't just complaint to Barry Farmer. I hear the frustration with the Gardaí right across Dublin. But what's the alternative? We have to work with the Gardaí to, to, to get the Gardaí to do their job and to, to provide a policing service to the community. They're under-resourced. We have this situation here, a ridiculous situation in Ballyfermot, where the Ballyfermot Garda station was downgraded by the previous minutes for Justice Fats Fitzgerald. A, a terrible uh, thing to do. Now, vacuum has been filled with some of this behaviour that's led to a situation where we don't have enough guards, we don't have enough guards, we don't have enough resources to provide an adequate policing service to this community. And this community paid their taxes as much as anybody else in the state. They deserve a policing service. And what I see happening here, and I was the terrible indictment on the on the situation, you have the residents of Cherry Orchard are subsidising the policing of other communities who do receive a proper, appropriate policing service, and they don't. They okay, were so, on the phone, uh, so on the phone and the Gary didn't respond over the last few nights, and that led to the situation getting worse and worse. Mm. Okay, so there is a degree of blame that can be pointed at the guards. I'm not going to... No, we need to be very clear about this. The, the, me pointing the finger at the Gardaí does no good. We need resources. The Gardaí can't so they generate their own resources. We need the Minister for Justice, Helen okay, McEntee. Right, no, this is very important. I'm not going to blame, come in here and just blame the guards. Helen McEntee. Yeah, but you just, admitted, you just admitted that uh, the guards didn't respond. No, what I, what I said was, if you want to put into... Uh, the context. I said the Gardaí simply don't have the resources because Ballyfermot Gardaí station was downgraded, not by the Gardaí, not by the Commissioner, not by the Assistant Commissioner for the Dublin Metropolitan Area. It was downgraded by a Minister for Justice with a political decision made at okay, Cabinet all right, to okay. relegate Ballyfermot. Okay, and, you're made, you're, the, you're, and the blame... But Di, you're making it sound like there are no Gardaí in Ballyfermot, which is just simply untrue. No, 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 I, and in I, fact, I, I, I'll just read another no, no, comment. No, hold on, that's we need to be very clear here. I need to be responsible for, for my comments and I need to put them into context. I didn't say there was no Gardaí. I said there may not be enough Gardaí to provide a service and that, that's, that's proved night nightly basis. We need a recruitment drive. We need those guards front-loaded into Ballyfermot Garda Station and that Garda Station upgraded to a proper, fully-functioning Garda okay. Station. Uh, uh, I, I want to read another co- uh, comment that just came in and it says, unresourced is a cop-out for not doing their job properly. Well, I'm not here to, to, to point a finger of blame. I can only use the reality that was pointed in front of me. I've engaged with the Gardaí on a daily basis. And on, if they're saying they're under-resourced, if, if, if the Gardaí station was downgraded, um, they don't have enough guards in the station, they don't have enough cars or vans in the station, that's the truth of the matter. I know it, the public knows it, the minister knows it, and that needs to be turned around. Simply saying, uh, pointing the finger, saying, we'll blame the Gardaí. We need, they can't just... Uh, police are aware of the situation. We need to work together with the community, building the confidence with the community and the young people, because all our young people need to be treated properly. And that we, there's a long road ahead, and we need to walk that road together. And simply me sitting here on the phone, Brian McGarry, is not the way forward. Okay. So, uh, so then, okay, let, let, let me ask you then. Um, it, this has been particularly intense over the last uh, couple of nights. 
what is the solution? Uh, how do we deal with it? A lot of people suggesting that the community need to pull together to uh, to stop this. It is not acceptable that nightly joyriding is going on in Ballyfermot. Uh, that people are being terrorised where they live. I saw some of the photographs that you put up online uh, uh, earlier on, and they're just horrific. People shouldn't have to live in, uh, and I know you don't want to attribute the term war zone, but that's what it, uh, it sounds like. Well, the, 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 the situation that we need to do is ensure that that community are not isolated or feel abandoned. So I would call in, in tonight, today, that the guard response late last night was, was appropriate and we need to see an appropriate guard response every night for as long as necessary. They found the resources late into the night last night from outside Ballyfermot, if I may add. They didn't come from Ballyfermot, they had to go outside the area. And they came in, we need that on the nightly basis. And the minister needs to make sure that happens. Two, we need to work with these communities. The very communities that feel abandoned to this sort of behaviour are the very communities that have been abandoned by the political system, by the economic system, by the housing system, etc., etc. And we need to work with the community. We need to work with all the agencies and the organs of the state to turn this around. Ignoring it, wishing it away, or simply debating it to death won't work. We need to roll up our sleeves and work together with that community long into the future. This will not be sorted by next weekend or next year or the year after. This will only be sorted by concerted, long-term effort. And I started the ball rolling. I'm meeting all the PDs and the councillors tomorrow to put together a short-term plan. And indeed, I'm meeting senior city council management tomorrow to the highest level to get a, a commitment for a long-term plan to turn this community around. It is absolutely possible with the right resources, the political commitment, and the ability, and, and the people with the ability to work together. I'm up for it, and I hope everybody else is up for it as well, because this community deserves better than what they've been given. Okay, um, just finally, Dahi, I, I understand you don't want to run down the guards. I understand you don't want to uh, point a, a finger of blame at them or whatever. Um, this needs to be stopped now. How do we stop it now? Now, we, 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 we can stop it now by ensuring there's enough guardy and body farm to, prov- to, to provide a policing service that this community deserves, that this community pays on their taxes. That's the short-term answer. And that solution lies at the cabinet table with, and it lies in the portfolio of, of Justice Minister Helen McEntee. She needs to realise that our communities are worth fighting for. Our communities deserve a policing service. And I would make a, a, a passionate public appeal to her to please realise what needs to be done. She cannot simply wash her hands and walk away and say to the Commissioner, I had a meeting with the Assistant Commissioner for Dublin Metropolitan Area during the week of a joint policing committee. She's up for trying to get at it resources for Bani Farmers. She's well aware of what's needed, but she, her, she has to cut her cost to measure. And if she's given a very small bit of cost by the minister in line of a fund, well then we'll get a very small bit of that small cloth. We need the minister to ensure she works with us, realises reality and responds appropriately. All right, well on that note, uh, Sinn Féin Councillor Dahi Doolan, thank you very much indeed for talking to thank us. Thank you, it's all um, good to be on. Keep up the good work and, and keep this debate going. Thank you. All right, there you go, Dahi Doolan. Um, you know what's bizarre about this? Uh, it's 2022 now. bizarre that he won't say the guards aren't doing their job properly. No, no, I understand why uh, he he doesn't want to badmouth the guards. That's fair enough because he has to ring the people of Ballyfermot have to ring the guards when this when this shit happens. No, what's what's bizarre is that it's 2022, and 18 years ago, I was run out of that same estate, Croftwood Estate in uh, Ballyfermot. I had my car bricked out of it. I was work- we were working on uh, 104 at the time and I was doing a report uh, uh, around Halloween on antisocial behaviour. 
And fast forward 18 years later and the same shit is With a new generation. And I will tell you what the problem is. The, the problem is there was no fear of the guards. I've seen, I've been, look, some of these little tow rags have been putting videos up on TikTok today, basically goading the police. The thing is, little Darden from Croftwood, uh, 18 years of age, who thinks he's a gang member, thinks he's a hard man, um, is not afraid of the guards. And he knows that if he gets arrested tonight in Ballyfermot, he'll be out straight away because some scumbag solicitor will defend him and say, oh, bad upbringing, bad upbringing. Um, the problem is there is no deterrent. There is no punishment for this. No, I'm not saying we should go back to punishment beatings for teenagers um, and have vigilantes and stuff. But the thing is, they're not afraid of the guards. Not afraid of anybody, by the sounds of it, as you heard. Um, bring the army out. Bring the army bring out. Bring the army out. Why not? Bring the army out onto the streets of Ballyfermot this weekend to stop this. That's, yeah. that's your well, solution. It would, it would stop it. You, you asked a few minutes ago uh, what would stop this. Yeah, that would stop it. Couple of couple of units of uh, the army, yeah, just to man the streets. Because I'm telling you now that it wouldn't happen with the army there. Uh, well, uh, it just seems like a very uh, draconian idea, but... By the way, that's not... There's people making laughing comments there... Um, and in fact, one of the, the person laughing at us is from uh, Ballyfermot. I would imagine you would support that. I would hate to live in an Thank God I don't live in an area where I'm afraid to go outside my front door uh, or afraid to go to the shops or anything like that. Um, they aren't afraid of the guards. The guards are pigs to them, yeah? Mm. Dirty pigs. I'm not afraid of you. I can see the little hard men. I know, so can I. Really, you, can see, you can imagine your man hitting Dahi Doolan on the back of the head. You can yeah. just see it, yeah. yeah. And he's probably gloating to all his friends about it on TikTok today. Um, they will not do that with the army. Now, uh, I'm joined on the line by Kate, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Kate? Hi, how are you? Now, not necessarily related to Ballyfermot, um, or, or, or is it? Your car was robbed, is that right? Yeah, my car was robbed nearly three weeks ago. Um, the police, I'm in Ratout near Ashram, police were at my house within three minutes because I, I heard my car being driven off. Mm-hmm. Um, within 10 minutes, they used my car to rob try rob another car in Ashburn. So the Garda went straight over and they chased them, but they got onto the motorway on the wrong side of the road, so the Garda couldn't chase them. Within the next day, my car was on TikTok, being rallied around Singlet and um, Kulak. And they did that for a week, and then it was found out, burnt out in Kulak. So you could actually see your car yeah. being used on uh, TikTok yeah. videos, being rallied yeah. around the place. Yeah. I assume you notified the guards of this. Yeah, the guards in Ashburn were on the ball. They couldn't do much more. Once it went outside Ashburn into Dublin, that was it. Right, it was out, uh, out of their hands. And, and yeah. so you got a pulse number, so um, it, it, there was a case number for your car. But did nobody yeah. follow up on uh, these videos on TikTok, which was clearly your car? You could see your car. Um, no, it was just like uh, people were sending me videos and the, there was kids aged 12, 13-year-olds sitting on the bonnet. Like they're, all the videos are wide open to see. And then it got burnt out, and that's when the police in Kulak um, got sorry, onto the police and And was this in the dead of night when this video was taken of of ten year olds and twelve year olds no. bouncing on the during the, 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 day. During sorry, the day? During the day. Well, where, yeah. where were the parents of these kids? Don't know. I mean, I can guarantee you now. When my uncle is twelve in five years' time, he will not be bouncing on the bonnet of a of a stolen yeah. car. I can tell you that for no. a fact, not a hope. Yeah. Um, but okay, but uh, what concerns me even more 
is so it, it, explain to me then Kate how long was it before the car was actually uh, put out of its misery burned out a week a week so for that yeah. whole week your stolen car that was reported within three minutes of being stolen was yeah. being rallied left right and centre around Dublin yeah. City and nothing yeah. nothing seemed to be done about it no well the Ashburnards did chase it no I know so and, and, and I accept Dublin, that but once that was it. yeah but once it went into Dublin it was out of their yeah. control but the, the you know the Garda Shia Connor are the Garda Shia Connor yeah. That's yeah. bizarre. That's that was, that's shocking. That is, I have to say yeah. that 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 was yeah. allowed to continue for an entire week of your car yeah. being posted on social media and being yeah. used in in that way. That is unreal, isn't it? Yeah. What do you, you think? work hard to get your car, and you you, know, you pay your bills, and mm. then they can just use your car for entertainment. You see, the, the way everyone kept saying that they'd sell the car and use parts and all. They didn't. They just used it for their own entertainment. Yeah. See, the, 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 the thing is, the parents of these kids are probably scum as well and probably did the same. This is all down to upbringing, by the way. Um, yeah. And they've completely uh, failed at bringing up their, their little brats because um, the, these kids are little shits. That's what they are. With no, re- it, yeah. with no respect for property. And What's no getting me more about this story is for a whole week, a car was stolen. The reg number of that car was logged into the Pulse system yep. and was continually posted on social media being rallied around Kulak. Yeah. I just can't get my head around that. Do you think the guards even yeah. know what TikTok is? I'm sure somebody I would. I think they need to answer. Yeah, I think they need to. Yeah, they need to know what TikTok is. It's yeah. exactly it. All right, uh, uh, thanks very much. So, what's what's the answer you. here? Now, I know you don't live in Ballyfermot, uh, but what's the answer to stop this shit? I don't. I actually don't know because my like I lock up my car. I don't. I don't know. They got it so quickly. I don't know. I think they drive around looking for easy cars to take and then come back and get them. Mm. There's nothing. I don't know. The guards have to be there knowing that they're rallying cars around. They have to. I, I, it just, especially yeah. when they have the balls to post it on social media for all yeah. to see. Um, yeah. And I assume you could probably even see the reg of your car in some of those videos, could you? Yeah, no, my reg of the car was seen, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's unbelievable. You know what the bizarre thing is uh, about the world we live in at the moment, especially in, in Dublin? If um, those young fellas who were driving your car around... Uh, that stolen car if they had crashed into a lamppost and that car uh, had been a write-off and three of those young fellas ended up dead we would see outpourings of grief on Facebook they were somebody's child they were lovely kids you can't say bad things about them oh it's awful it's awful it's awful what happened Mm. Um, we need to stop excusing this disgusting behaviour all right, Kate. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Just a matter of interest: Have you are you sorted with insurance? Will you get a new car? No, um, I got a new car yesterday. I was still haven't sorted out with the insurance. Right, that's. All. I didn't. I did more investigating than they did. So right. that's Kate, another story. Kate, I'm a firm. I'm a firm believer in karma, and karma will come back to them. Hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Kate, thanks very much indeed. Um, If you want to get involved in this conversation, the question that we're asking is, we're talking about the fact that there has been wide-scale... vandalism, joyriding, burning out cars in the Croftwood area of Ballyfermot over uh, recent nights. It resulted in a Dublin city councillor being assaulted last night. He was on with us a while ago. And we're asking, what is the solution? Jeremy's solution is uh, lovely and simplistic, and uh, it is bring in the army. Yep. Or if not the army, uh, bring in uh, DFB, Dublin Fire Brigade, who were there last night, by the way, in the night, or the night before. Bring in Dublin Fire Brigade with power hoses and just power hose them all down the road. You know what will happen if that happens? Especially with minors and ki- with, with kids. Well, we don't know these. No, Dahi Doolan said they weren't minors. No, some of them are. 
Some of them are. But why? And you, you think that it is going to be tolerated. But why is a 15-year-old out at half nine at night around stealing yeah, I cars? Out, I was out at 15 at half nine at night. I wasn't stealing cars. Stealing cars, yeah. All right. Um, send us a WhatsApp voice note to 085-825-2626. This is Keith. I'm in my 40s, and this is going on since I was in my teens. Whether it be Talek from Dark and Ballyferme. Like any area like that, you've always had trouble like this in. Like it's, they've been let down. The kids have been let down. There's not enough for them to do. So like your kids are gonna keep re reoffending and going out and causing this shit if they're if they're caught. Right, prison is not the place for them to go because they go into prison as soft criminals and they'll come out hardened criminals. Some people change their life but don't come out as criminals at all. You just make it thing and never to go back in again. But look, the army is there. Send them off there for some basic training. That'll teach them discipline. All right, he's actually suggesting using the army in a very different way. Yeah, but he, he, he's, he, also, he, he's also oh, arguing oh, uh, that there's nothing for them to oh, do. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. I, I've been doing... Well, now I have to say I despair of that argument. Yeah, I've been doing uh, this type of radio for years and I've heard that excuse over and over again and it didn't wash in 1995 and it still doesn't wash now. There's nothing for them to do. No, and I mean, I can argue. I, I grew up in Bally, Ballybrack. Yeah. Uh, all we did was hang around because there was nothing for us to we, do. We both grew up in working class Areas. Yeah, but uh, there was nothing to do when we were grow, uh, growing up. Yeah, uh, but uh, we weren't out robbing cars because you weren't dragged up. Okay, let's go to Suzanne. You're on Opinions Matter. Suzanne, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks, Suzanne. Well, what did you want to say on this? What is the solution to stop uh, <laughs> this consistent um, vandalism and joyriding uh, in the Ballyfermot area? Well, first off, I don't believe that we're dragged up. When you come from a working class area such as myself, I mean, it's hard enough without adults calling us dragged up. Okay, but you're not out robbing cars, sorry, are you? Who said everybody was, no. who said everybody was <laughs> dragged up? Nobody said. The, sorry, the people who were out robbing cars and punching people in the back of the head, they're dragged up. No, they're not. Unfortunately, my mother can't. I have a sister who did go through a bad spell when she was younger. Mm-hmm. She came out the other side and it was definitely not my mother. Okay, so um, you're saying that you we shouldn't anybody shouldn't be referring to uh, tow rags. If you don't want me to use yeah. that word, but that's what they are. Look, if, you can use whatever word. Yeah, you can use whatever word you like, but you can't put the blame 110 percent on the parent. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, now certainly if somebody's over 18, you can't put the blame on the parents because they're an adult. But if they're teenagers, oh, of course. Um, surely you have some control over them. Oh no? yes, they have. Obviously, yes, they have some control. But it's not 110 percent down to the adults. I mean, nowadays if you hit your kid, put for everyone. Yeah, that's away, true. Yeah, that's true. Involved. Like you can't say anything without the kids actually threatening you. No, but, uh, but no, but this this doesn't come about. You, someone doesn't turn antisocial at the age of fifty, and what happens is this is from years and years of parental neglect. And I see it in a, in an estate not a million miles of where I live, where ten, eleven, even younger uh, kids are just let walk the streets. They're raised on the streets. There's no parental supervision. The parents just send them out onto the streets for the whole day. And I just see them even around in my local supermarkets where you have young fellas as, as young as eight spitting at security guards and, and I've heard even the language they use I heard it at a late year old uh, and this is true as God um, myself and my wife were in doing her shopping there a couple of weeks ago and a young fella no older than eight um, 
and apologize for, I'm going to apologize for the language here but I think it's important to say exactly what this eight year old said to the security guard so the security guard wouldn't let him into the shop in centre because obviously he's a troublemaker and this little eight year old stood up in front of the security guard and called him a packy cunt eight years of age okay now do you eight. know for a fact that he was eight Oh, I could see him. He wasn't. He wasn't any older than eight years of age. Ten max. Doesn't matter what age. Even if even yeah, he was eleven. Okay. But this but was. This yeah, was, he was pretty young. This was a preteen who I swear to God, when I was that age, I was terrified to say boo to an adult. But he turned, stood in front of that fella, and used a a racist uh, term. And even to use the C word. Okay, but one of the points that, uh, although Suzanne, you can't really argue, you're saying that, you know, it's, it, you can't blame the parents all the time. You can't really argue when it comes to an eight, nine or ten year old, can you? No, not really. No, <laughs> you can't. There is, there is no argument. So one of the suggestions uh, was that we should bring in the army and all of that. You think that's ridiculous, do you? Yes, I think that's absolutely appalling. Um, I mean, then where does the line draw? You know, where do we draw the line then at bringing the army in? You know, because they are still under the age. I mean, and the army... Well, and, you know, uh, by the way, no, yeah, not all of them are underage. Some of them are 18 plus. But um, the, the fact of the matter is that this... A lot of them are. Yeah, the fact of the matter is that this joyriding, uh, this terrorism... I mean, we have... The guys know who these people are. They know exactly who they are. They know exactly where they're from. And they don't do absolutely nothing about it. So this goes back to, uh, and it's something that I did put to Dahi Doolan earlier, that the Gardaí in Ballyfermot are not forceful enough or not doing their job properly. No, is, is in Ballyfermot, like, we are a close-knit community. I mean, at that argument, we have nothing to do. They have nothing to do our board. We have one, two, three, four, I think, youth services in our area at the moment. So there's we plenty. There is plenty to do. We have okay, so the leisure centre. So as it's, it's a joke. Okay, but as somebody from Ballyfermot, um, when you see headlines and you see videos circulating of joyriding, of cars being burned out, and all of that, does that embarrass you? No, it doesn't embarrass me. It makes me scared to leave my house. It makes me afraid to have children. It makes me afraid to raise my children in this area. Like, how can I bring up a daughter or a son? Knowing that someday they could get smacked by this car. Okay, like so it, it, okay, so it doesn't make you uh, it doesn't make you embarrassed, but it frightens you. I, I, again, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question: What is the solution to stop it? The guards getting up off their ass and actually doing their job. Okay, right. Um, uh, one of the arguments has been that there aren't enough guards in Ballyfermot, and the you know the station was downgraded. I, okay, I was on my way home the other day from Dundalk in, in my mom's car. We were passed by three guard of cars, a guard of jeep, and a guard of van. Three of them really hit us. There was one rod car they were chasing a Volkswagen. There were plenty of guardies. They went into the body firm at a state. They don't do enough. I mean, like five cars for one little car. As soon as, they, as, soon as that car hits the alcove, they're not going to go in there because they know, you know, it's going to go down in there, like. But they should have the force and want to go in and stop that, if it makes sense. 
And by the way, you shouldn't be embarrassed about being from Paddy Farmers. I know lots of no, lovely people. She didn't people. say she was embarrassed. No, no, she said no. she's afraid. No, but I'm saying, no, you asked her earlier, are you embarrassed by it? And you, you shouldn't be because you are a law-abiding citizen. Uh, by all accounts, oh, oh, yeah. by all accounts, it's a minority of people who are who are um, committing those crimes. And in fairness to you as well, at least you've been brave enough to come on and actually talk about the area because I'm looking at so many messages here from people who are terrified to even open their mouth. And that is part I, of the I problem. I was very hesitant. I was very hesitant of coming on. But you because did, and fair play to you. Me. Yeah, well, fair play to you. Stay there for one second, because I want to bring in uh, Stan. You're on Opinions Matter, Stan. How are you? How are you? Very uh, good, thanks. What did you want to say? You were listening to uh, Suzanne. She lives in the area. She's frightened. She doesn't, she'd be afraid to bring up kids. All of what she said. What did you want to say on this? And that's terrible that she feels that way, isn't it? Living in her own area. Absolutely, of course it is. Where, where's all the fathers? Where's all the men going out onto that street, coming out of the house? I wouldn't here's, have that here, here, my hall here's the reality of it. Some of those fathers were the joyriders that bricked Jeremy yeah. out of it back in 1995 or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And our parents were the ones doing it back when they were kids. This is a generational thing. This has been going on in them council areas since they docked, since they built the first one. Mm-hmm. They were all built wrong. The social welfare system in this country is a joke. It, it actually pays you to stay on the welfare most of the people in these areas are decent but come on let's not go 99.999% of the people in these places are decent they're not if they were this wouldn't happen because 99.999% would stand up to that zero whatever and throw them out this is there's a majority now that are like that they don't I don't know if it's a majority by any stretch of the imagination go into these housing states at night time I'm from one of them myself originally okay I can tell you exactly what goes on these councillors come in with their do good attitudes we got to take most of these people don't want to live in a normal society like we do they loved all this chaos and running around bulldoze the whole bloody place and turn it into a car park move the decent people out move the decent people out into decent houses the the councillor who the decent people are the guards know who the decent people are in these places move the decent people out and let the scum rock I want to just bring back in Suzanne Suzanne do you want to respond to that Um, yeah because some of my family unfortunately have fallen ill due to drug addicts because of the system letting them down and yes they will be considered scum but I will not leave them to rot like that's not their fault that's the system's fault it's not the government, okay? You can't blame the government, okay? This is down to I personal choice. It's it down to right. personal... Yes, I, I was part of it for... A, I, oh, come here. I was part of it. I've been part of it for the last 20 years in this country, okay? I've been through the system. The whole lot, yes, through welfare, the whole lot, okay? And they have no, great jobs out here. And you know what? I walk through them and still cannot pay my rent. No, well, that's that's a different uh, conversation. This is that conversation is not about the scum system. that's terrorizing your life. You can't blame the government on parenting. You can't blame the government on bad parenting. This is bad parenting. That's what this is down to. Nobody knowing what their kids are doing, or nobody giving a shit what their kids are doing. Okay, these rich people and these rich governments, they know what their kids are doing, okay? It's the people in these housing states. Let's call a spade a spade. Go down to any pub tonight in them so-called working-class council areas. They're fucking full of people, right? Full of people in there. Go to the bookie shops right now. They're full of them. They're full of people, right? And their kids are out there running amok. They know they do anything wrong. Nothing can happen to them. The judges are throwing them out. If I was a guard, I wouldn't arrest them. What's the point when you know they're going to be thrown back? That's, That's down to the people. Who won't get off their backside and, uh, and better their lives? Right? This is not you know the government's fault. The government has yeah, made it to get off the labour, to get out and get a job. 
Come here. Medical I'd care. be better off on it. I would actually be financially That's better off saying. if I went People on the labour. That's what I'm saying. People are better off on the labour. They're scared yeah. to come off the labour. Yeah. This is the government's fault. Uh, you can't keep blaming the government. Yeah, the government, no, no, no. The government had to build them, them, them council estates because not everybody can afford a mortgage. I couldn't get a mortgage, so I'm in a council house. And same as myself. Sorry to cut across both of you. I want to yeah. just put a point to uh, to you, Suzanne, that's just come in. And it says, if you keep blaming everything on everyone else, you'll never get anything sorted. <laughs> what do you say I'm to that? I'm not blaming everything on the government. I, as I was trying to say there, the parents themselves do have to take some blame. But if you look right, if you look at a tree, right, now, this is going to sound a bit whack for a minute, but bear with me, <laughs> right? The problem is the branches. You're not going to go and cure the branches straight away. You need to get to the root problem. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. I just... The, I, I, the I, root I, problem, Adrian, is society is broken down. That's the real problem. No, not all well, of society. You're not allowed to chastise kids. Sorry, no, it, it has. Adrian, it has. You're not allowed to chastise kids. Now, everything has to be touchy, touchy, lovey-dovey approach. Everybody has psychological issues. Everybody has to be diagnosed with A, B, C, or D. You, you know, people ain't afraid of the guards. We don't have proper guards anymore. When we were growing up, the guards were six foot two and built like ship brick houses, okay? Now they're all four foot one and with psychology degrees. Well, no, they're not four foot one, but... You know what I mean, though. You know what I mean. I don't mean four, but you know what I mean. It's all touchy, touchy, lovey-dovey. Everybody wants to help everybody else. We one of the, I think we've the most um, homeless bloody services anywhere in the world in this country, and yet we've only a small population. It's all about, everybody wants to be known to be doing something. Some people just don't want to live in society the way we do. But we've got around them people up and find one of these housing states and let them all in it. Just leave them alone. Right, so your solution is bulldoze the place and start all over again. Get the decent people out. As I said, the guards and the council know who the decent people are. All right. Stay there for one second, if you can, please. Uh, you're listening to Opinions Matter, and we're talking about Ballyfermot and the joyriding and just general terrorism that's been going on in the area for the last, uh, well, two weeks nearly. Uh, we're back in just one second. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Now, Joan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Joan? Hiya, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Joan. Well, what did you want to say on this? What I have to say is, the people don't know they're blaming the parents, they're blaming the guards, they're blaming the this, that and the other. There's one body that's at fault here, and one body alone. It's the guards as well are at fault. But, in my opinion, it's Dublin City Council. Why? Dublin City Council should know who these families are. People that are, that are terrorising this area. Going around, telling people that are not from the area, this is our area, don't come into it, we own this place. They do not own this place. Dublin City Council own this place. There's no business going around and having that attitude and terrorising good, decent, hard-working people trying to wear families in these areas. Dublin City Council are false because they are not getting a hold of them and evicting them out of the area. Families have been evicted over antisocial behaviour. Very few and far between. There's people in this area and other working class areas in Dublin City and indeed all over the country. And they're being terrorised by these people. They can't bring their children up because they, they can't let their children out because they're afraid that they get mixed up in these guys. 
Unfortunately, a lot of young lads do tend to end up in these gangs, and, and they are good kids to start off with, and they get roped in between the drug selling and everything else that goes along with it. Okay, so what you're saying is that uh, Dublin City Council needs to do more to uh, basically run these families out of the area. To, uh, they need to, to evict them. They, they need, need to evict them. And hard-working people to live their lives and raise their families in peace. But these people are not prepared to live in the homes that they're given. And, and remember... The good homes that are given, the lovely houses that are given, if they're not willing to look after their homes, mind their own business, and look after their estate, get them over. End of story. And, uh, like you, like we said, the, the council does have the power. It does have the uh, ability to evict people for antisocial behavior. It rarely happens. Absolutely. I've, I've only Absolutely. heard of. I've only heard so of a handful. I've only heard over the years of a handful of of high profile stories in a the news. Of yeah, people, that's it. A handful of people. I mean, we're talking about these these, these families now are taking over these areas. They're literally taking over these areas. And come on, tell you, people are paying high rents. People are living these these houses for free. People are paying high rents to live in these houses and they look after their homes and a lot of people have their homes beautiful and they work hard for it. They look after their kids and they try and bring them up decent and proud and there's good people after coming out of Arizona. Why should Dublin City Council let these few people, when I say few, they're getting more and more now, mm. why are they letting these people take over their estates? No, I, th- I think an awful lot of people will agree with everything you're saying, that uh, the council needs to be more um, proactive in, in terms of dealing with uh, troublesome uh, families. Absolutely. There's a question to the council who's giving a slap on the wrist is the report of antisocial behaviour, and that, that's all it's done. There should be special houses and people who are waiting for 10, 12, 15 years on housing lists, waiting to get a nice house, waiting to look after their home, waiting to bring their family up in a nice area, they should be given them. If these people are not supposed to act like human beings in these states, they should be fed out of them. End of story. All right, very well spoken. Thank you very much indeed for your call. Really appreciate it. No um, She's angry. Uh, Jess, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jess? Yeah. Now, what did you want to say, Jess? People are saying, like, oh, get the guards into them areas, but, like, yeah, I agree with it at the same time. With what protection? Like, if they're going to be throwing this that, and the other at them, like, they're already going to go in there and risk their lives. Like, would, if someone told you, oh, yeah, go into this area, stop this happening, but you're not going to have an inch of protection for yourself. No, that's a very fair point. Um, so unless unless they're uh, armed for a riot, then uh, they're like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah, they give them proper protection, and then they might say, yeah, we'll go in and deal with it. But don't fair to say, like, oh... They won't go up their arses and go in. Like, if I was a guard and someone told me, oh, yeah, go to Bally Firm or whatever, I'd be like, absolutely not. Unless you gave me proper equipment. Mind you, you're not a guard. You didn't take on that job. That is their job. Yeah, but like, they're not they're not equipped for it, especially for those guards. They're just not equipped for it. So what is the point of giving out if, if they don't have the proper equipment? You know, it's, it's a fair point. I, and I think a lot of people would agree with that, that the guards uh, just aren't um, uh, equipped well enough to go in and deal with people like this. You have people like, just pointing fingers at like, oh, it's the council's fault. It's the fact that there's nothing to do. It's the government's fault. It's no one's fault. But if it's, if it's kids doing it, it's all about the parents. 
like just stop to stop to point the fingers and say, yeah, I'm the problem. I let my kid act like a like a rioter. Yeah, that's that is part of the problem, and you're not going to get those uh, parents admitting that. Um, Morris sent us this WhatsApp voice note. Hey, down lads. Yeah, just listening to the uh, topic about Ballyfermas. Um, I de- I definitely concentrate on one estate, the Crawford estate. Uh, that one estate shouldn't judge the whole people of Ballyferma. As uh, somebody who grew up in Ballyferma in the 60s, 70s and 80s, uh, salt of the earth people, absolutely be the short off your back. And to think that one estate is getting the whole place. And they're originally not Ballyferma people. They were people that were moved from other areas in Dublin and put into that estate in Crawford. And they brought their bad ways and their lawlessness with them. Cheers, Morris. All right. Um, in fact, I have Morris on the line now. Uh, Morris, I just, I just played your uh, your voice note. You grew up in Ballyfermot yourself. Oh, indeed. Yeah, born and bred there. Ten of us in the family. Not one of us brought the police to the door or had any runs in with them. There's great people in Ballyfermot. South of the air, with a short off the back, hard-working people. And yeah. one estate is built. And, and one estate is built Crawford. And everybody comes from a different part of Dublin to live there. And that's where they're from. They're not original Ballyferma people. And there's your trouble. And there's one estate getting it. But, uh, but the whole area say, bad name. The, the younger crowd uh, that are living there now were brought up in Ballyferma. Their parents may have uh, been yeah, the parents but... weren't. The parents weren't. And they're the ones that brought up the tow rags that you're talking about on the show today. Because the parents are tow rags. And the young... The, you know what? Monkey see, monkey do. And uh, uh, Jeremy said earlier on, an eight-year-old calling somebody to see what on a packy's uncle. That's a learned behaviour. Yeah. He's had a mother or a father saying that. Mm. And that's where they get it from. Okay, so, so let, me, Crawford, let, me, let me ask you then, um, yeah. uh, uh, Morris. We all know the Croftwood is a, a, a very problematic area. It has been since the 1990s when Jeremy was bricked out of it. Um, yeah. doing a live radio report one night, so it hasn't really changed. What is the solution, yeah. though? Is it what that lady was like saying a moment it. ago? Well, to, here's the thing. I just, can I just for the council across, to start yeah. evicting can more I, people? Can I cut across both of you and say that um, you... Okay, most anti-social behaviour like that, these tow rags, yeah? It's down to, it's down to lack of parenting and yeah. la- lack of exactly. discipline. That's always going to be the case. It always there are always going to be people who are bad parents and they don't give a shit what their kids are doing. They don't care yeah. uh, that little Jason or little Darren are out robbing cars at nine o'clock because they're not at home and they're not annoying them. Yeah. So you're always exactly. Going to, and once they have enough money to stay in the pub all day, they don't give a shit about their kids or where they're going or no, what they're doing. No, they've all they been, do is sit in the pub all day drinking. Bars, so I, I, I want to go back to the point. Which was, what can be done? Jeremy's solution is bring in the army. Uh, our previous caller a moment ago was the council need to start evicting people uh, left, right and centre. What's your solution? Well, when I look there, you're, you're given a, a, an upbringing of you respect who you are, you respect where you live, and you respect your people, and you respect your area. These people that have dragged up the generation that are causing the problems in everybody's eyes and getting the whole of Ali Farmer a bad name, have no morals. Um, what, you, listen, if kids don't earn respect in the home, they won't have it on the streets for you or anybody else. And to think now that Jeremy brought up something from 18 years ago and it's gotten worse. So what does that tell you about well, the people it, you're dealing with? And it, may not, it, may not got, it may not have gotten worse, but it certainly hasn't improved either. I think it's gotten worse because it's lawlessness. Boning out cars, doing TikToks. You see the way social media has been used for a bad influence. And they're getting the buzz out of smoking their joints and having their cans. 
and now stroking and robbing. You know, it's 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 the it's the people that brought to nothing about what it is to live respectfully in the state. And one rogue estate should not be a judgment of the whole of people of Bally Farmers. And that's what I'm standing up for. One one rogue estate with rogue families in it should not be what people's opinion is of a genuinely good area like Bally Farmers. And, and the uh, more police that are on the street, the more police that are out on the road, on the beat, the better it will get. Any minister that takes police from the area of Bally Farmers, which used to be a drug stronghold of multi-criminals, need a head examined because all they did is give them the green light to go back into the area, take over and run it into the ground and have every generation for the next 40 years on drugs. And that's what they've done. And that's the government we have today. Out of curiosity, why don't yeah. you live in Ballyfermot anymore? I moved out when I got married in the 80s and I got a house outside Dublin because even in the 80s I couldn't afford to live in Dublin. And then what happened was the area where I lived became popular because of the infrastructure that was in. So I got enough money out of that house to move back into Dublin. I live on the north side of Dublin now. But not in Ballyfermot? No, I live on the north side of Dublin. I didn't, I didn't go back to where I was where Because you can't relive what you had as a child. Hmm. Everybody says when they grow up, oh, I'd love to live where you're from, and probably perhaps I'd love to where my family here. It doesn't happen because times change. And every generation that grew up in me, those guys I went to school with are dead in their graves because the drugs got them. Hmm. Which is awful. You know? And um, some of them went into the army like I did, but some of us done okay. And the rest of them are up in Palmer's Town under slabs of fucking granite. Yeah, it is very, because very sad. Because the dogs destroyed generations. How do you feel about this comment that just came in, Morrison? It says, if you offered me a house for free in Croftwood, I wouldn't take it. An absolute kip of a place. And you know what the hell's and problems is in this country with homeless people. Like I can see, if you went down onto the streets now and said, are you homeless? Yeah. Do you want to help some property? No, I'd rather stay homeless than safer. Jesus, is it that bad, is it? There you go. Okay. You know what? Thanks, Morris. That's bad for the people that live because there's lovely people that live in Croftwood. Let's not get away from that. Yeah, there's lovely people that live in Croftwood, and how soul destroying is it for those people to hear these things? But however, you have to take some responsibility as well as well as if this is happening in your area. Okay, but let me talk to somebody who is uh, from Croftwood, and that is Teresa. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Adrian. And um, I live in Croftwood Park. In Cherry Orchard. Mm-hmm. I am actually from Crumlin. Uh, my husband is from Ringland. And as I said, we're living up here the last two to three years. I love where I live. My neighbours are brilliant. They give you anything that you'd want. My husband woke. I woke. My children woke. I have two special needs boys, which are adults, and they woke. And um, there is a few people on drugs, selling drugs, yes, but that's in every area. Things everywhere. It's not only in Cherry Orchard. We do a lot of good things up in Cherry Orchard. We've done a fancy thing for the kids. We're up in Cherry Orchard and cross the track for the kids. We do we do a summer project for the kids. We do everything in Crawford Park. So that's thing. Okay, so let me let me uh, go back to where this conversation started from. The uh, chronic joyriding and just general vandalism and hooliganism that's been going on over the last um, since last week to the point that a local councillor was assaulted last night as he went to try and represent the people there. Have you seen any of this? I didn't see any of it last night. No, no, before even even over the last week. I've heard the rap cars. I haven't seen them. They don't come in Thursday. 
they go up onto the front grout at Cherry Orchard Avenue. That's where they do it, on Cherry Orchard Avenue. They don't be in Crawford Park or in Crawford Wood. There's one way in Crawford Wood and one way out Crawford Wood. Yes, they do be joyriding and it's only in the last few days. I don't know who's in them. I don't want to know who's in them. But once my children are in and all the little children are in, that's all that cares to me. Well, my neighbours, I have to say, are running in Crawford Park. And I don't know where that chapter is saying it's happening in Crawford Park. It's not. But a few houses have to be built by the council. I think it's three years now. And it's coming around by that area. So, okay, so... Uh... Somebody just commented a, a second ago saying, uh, somebody like Teresa is obviously not a scumbag, but there are many in Croftwood. What do you say to that? No, there's no scumbags in Croftwood. There are lonely people in Croftwood. I'd like you to move to my area, into my garden, and talk to my neighbours. They are lovely people. I don't doubt it for no. a second. So why is the Croftwood area so frequently mentioned um, as being such a bad area that uh, all of this stuff is going on. Yeah, but see, that's what makes me laugh. When there is dry riders out, which they're probably here in Ballymore, Inglis, Tallet, and Dawkins, it's never mentioned. And when we do go to in Cherry Orchard and in Crawford Park, no one is mentioned. Do you know what I mean? We never get what good we do for people. Not, man. We unf- un- unfortunately, and uh, this is just the sad reality, good news uh, never makes the news, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, but uh, that's the fair, yeah. I mean, there's good and bad in every area. Mm. All right, for that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but cars aren't being burnt out in every area, Dublin, every single night. It's only happening in select areas. No, well, I tell you, I think the last three nights, Johnny's on my head a rap car, and I haven't heard a rap car. Do you, when you when you when you close your door at night, um, and when you're sitting in your living room, are you ever afraid? No. Really? Definitely. Of a brick coming through the window or a petrol no. bomb or anything like that? No, absolutely not. And my husband walks nights and I'm in the house on my bike every at first. And I would not move out of that area because I love where I live. As I said, we were offered a house in Ringland and Crumlin years ago. But the house was too small for us in Venice, so we needed a bigger house. So we took up there, and I've never had any trouble. My car, my husband's car, is left outside every night. And left. Well, you were, we're losing you there. <clears throat> but thanks very much indeed for your call. I really appreciate it. And we'll squeeze in one last call, um, and that is uh, Kevin. You're actually from that area as well, is that right? Yeah, I live on the same road as trees there. All right, okay. And what did you want to say? Just uh, similar to Teresa, there is no hassle really, and any of the rob cars seem to be outsiders that come down this area for a joyride. Well, oh. I never think, I think if you just keep yourself to yourself around here, the lovely neighbours, no problem. I wouldn't have any issues with okay. the area. Uh, in fact, somebody just uh, messaged, uh, Levina just messaged us, send uh, Jeremy back up to Croftwood to talk to Theresa and her neighbours. Um, no, but we've just spoken to her now. She's a lovely woman and so is Kevin. There's nobody is, uh, nobody, and certainly not myself or Adrian, have said once that everybody in Croftwood or Bally Farmers uh, are horrible people. In fact, we're going out of our way to say that this is a, no, I wouldn't say a small minority, but it's a minority of people who are given the rest of you a bad name. Okay, I want to read yeah, it. This week has been a bit bad, all right. With, uh, there was a garden closed down in the area last night. 
Was there? So the guards did come out in force last night? Outside of the estate, they were all parked up, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're admitting it has been bad over the last few nights? Yeah, the last few nights has been about a few rough um, riots going on, all right. It, it, the way you're speaking about it, it's like this is something normal. It is. I'm living here all my life. But, but isn't uh, that exactly the point of this conversation, that that should not be normal life? Yeah, true. But it's only a few minority that cause I, uh, I understand all that, but where I live, I don't have joyriding going on anywhere near my house. Um, so therefore, it's not normal. It shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be a sound that you hear out your back door and you go, ah, oh, there they are, they're at it again. Yeah. Well, we get a helicopter every night This is keeping us awake Again, I'd say that that is not normal That you should have to live with no, a guard A helicopter flying around every night Anyway, Kevin, thanks very much indeed um, great to talk to you um, let me squeeze in a few more voice notes that have come in very busy conversation yes. uh, this is Reese. yeah hello all I want to say is that uh, through all the time in Charity Orchard all they do is they put the one family from the one like economic background into the one area so they put like unemployed people single mothers and who don't really care about their children and they put them all into the charity orchard under council houses and they just don't give a shit about their children and they're reared by the streets rather than their parents but if you broadened the criteria even for the council houses you'd have the likes of probably teachers and nurses and Everyone from every walk of life in there, so it probably made the area better. All right, Reese. thanks very much indeed for uh, your message and for all of your messages. You know, so- it's, what's bizarre, in the last half an hour, uh, just our team here have been telling us uh, that loads of these young fellas, now I'm not, all the young fellas commenting on the Facebook page, I'm sure aren't involved in it, but a few of the young fellas uh, from the area have been commenting on our Facebook page over the last half hour. They've all been invited onto the show, and what do you all think happened? When we invited yeah, them no. When we invited little Jonner and little Darden. Fuck off, and little, and little Carl. Invited them all onto the show. Well, no, they didn't say fuck off, mister, now, but no, wouldn't talk, wouldn't talk. So they're happy enough to put up their videos on TikTok of them uh, harassing the Gardaí and harassing you, uh, but haven't got that. This is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with absolute muppets. You're dealing with the dregs of society here. Um, who have no respect for anybody or anything and haven't got the ability to even... String um, two sentences together. String two sentences together. Mm. Um, They are the people, by the way, if you are one of the many nice people from Croftwood, uh, Ballyfermas, Cherry Orchard, if you are one of the many nice people who, who lives there and who is bringing up your children properly, um, these are the people that are running down your area. These also, and this is very important to state, these are the people that are knocking money off your property that if you ever go to sell your house. Because you have to think of it this way. Supposing you lived in Croftwood and you were trying to sell your house tomorrow, yeah? Who is going to buy the house two days after your area is all over the news and there's photographs um, online of the guardie putting out boring cars in the middle of the road? I certainly wouldn't buy a house there. No, the I wouldn't myself. And it's, it's sad. It really is sad. So... These little scumbags, they are the ones that are making your life hell. It's not the guards, it's not the politicians, it's not the government. It's these little tow rags and their tow rag parents who don't give a shit what they're doing. They are the ones that are running down your area. And I think you have a duty, if you live in that area, you have a duty to call it out. 
call the police because you know who these kids are. Mm. Your kids are probably friends with their kids on TikTok. I mean, geez, I spent 10 minutes today before the show going on TikTok and I was able to spot a load of them straight away. You know, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to work out who they are. All right, there you go. Um, thank you very much indeed for um, getting involved in today's conversation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe, follow, or the little bell icon, and um, you will be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. If you want to uh, get in contact with us, you send us an email to All Opinions Matter Show. All one word. All opinions matter show at gmail.com. All opinions matter show at gmail.com. Thanks very much indeed for listening. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.